I'm Kim. I'm Megs. Welcome to the At Woods End podcast. <laughs> We're recording. <laughs> Kittens can be real assholes. <laughs> Why are we here? What have I done? Who am I? Who am I? I only show. Oh right. my gosh! Ah, okay. <laughs> so great. <laughs> Elsa. I don't know, is that even a word? Welcome back to the Atwood's End podcast. I'm Megs. And I'm Kim, and we're officially back for season two. We took the last month off for a very much needed break, at least on my part. I don't know about you, but <laughs> <Yeah>. I <laughs> I needed to do nothing for a few weeks. But I'm so excited to be back, sitting on the floor with my microphone and ready to chat. So we kind of thought today might be a good opportunity to reintroduce ourselves for anyone who joined us a little later in season one. Just kind of get comfy wherever you are. Prepare yourself for an episode that'll likely be filled with a lot of tangents and hot takes straight out of left field. Yeah. <laughs> It's in our in our typical style of we're going to get super intimate very quickly, but you're not going to know like what we do for a living or some of the more obvious things because that's not really our style. So we are going to do the Vogue-inspired 73 questions from your favorite podcast host. I love those videos. I don't know about you. Like, I mean, the, watching yeah. those YouTube videos, they're, they're like, the best little interviews. Should I, should I ruin them for you a little bit because they were a little bit ruined for me? What do you think? Oh, yeah. Ruin them. Go yeah, ahead. So, so they need to do actually like a ridiculous amount of takes and they choreograph everything beforehand. And so it's never an actual fluid thing, which would be really cool. Some people, the most takes they've ever had to do with a single person is like 10 and it takes them about three to four hours to shoot each one. Oh my god. To be fair, I believe that because I watched Zendaya's the other day when her, I think it's her assistant, brings a tray of lemonade right as she answers when life gives you lemons, make lemonade type answer. And I was like, oh, that was definitely staged and it made me start thinking about how maybe not flowy yeah these actually are yeah donatella versace's was probably my favorite like hers was you know he's like what word do you hate how people say and she's like versace it's not versace (laughs) it's versace and i was like okay (laughs) (laughs) taking notes yeah So basically, we're just going to go back and forth. We're not going to answer all 73 each, but we are going to kind of alternate and answer in however long or short that we please because there are no rules at at wit's end. Um, (laughs) And so let's get started. What's the best compliment you've ever received? That I'm an excellent driver and I'm trusted in the car. What's your favorite time of day? Uh, 7 a.m. It's my natural waking time and I'm a morning person through and through, so I always accomplish the most anytime before 10 in the morning. Sound like you're doing uh, a full-blown interview, Kim. <laughs> What's your strongest suit? <laughs> I wake up at 7 a.m. naturally. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, though. A strong lip or strong eye makeup? Ooh, eye makeup, but specifically lashes. Okay. What's your favorite board game? This is maybe one of my longer answers. It's a hard one because I have to be in the right mood for board games. I love Boulder Dash and Dutch Blitz, but I also played one called Quarkle recently and I loved it. And then I asked for it for Christmas and my mom told me over the holidays that she chose not to get it for me because she saw that it was for an age range like five and under, allegedly, which I refuse to believe mostly because I don't know what that says about my intelligence. Although I think (laughs) perhaps it does say something about why I don't love high strategy games. How do you start your day? (laughs) I'll wake up, I'll stretch, because I want to touch my toes until the day I die. 
then I do my skincare routine. I wait for Hugo to wake up and then I get him ready for the day. The best part of my morning is I start it with coffee because Tilo brings me a cup of coffee every single morning that's waiting for me when I wake up. Oh, that's really cute. Yeah, Tilo's the best. If you weren't living in Canada, where would you be living? Hawaii or the UK somewhere, probably like Scotland. What does your name mean? It means tower. Not have guessed that. What's something that you do every morning without fail? Immediately make breakfast. I'm one of those people that gets hungry like right away in the morning, so I need to go get food. I'm opposite. I like I can go, I'll have my coffee, but then I don't have to eat until like a brunchy type thing. But I tend to snack more than like actual eating, so that's interesting. Oh yeah, no, I'm all like, I wake up and I'm like, mm, what am I eating? It's what I'm thinking about when I go to sleep and when I wake up in the morning. Most controversial opinion. <laughs> I have two. Friends with benefits will never benefit you. Sorry. And you're going to kind of hate me for this one, but the Harry Potter movies aren't as strong as they could be. Okay, the movie, like, okay. I just wanted more and I just, and I've rewatched them so many times and I'm hoping for that magic. It's not there for me. Favorite quote. Have you read the books? Nope. Uh, okay. <laughs> Let's <maybe>. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, I think that might be the most controversial thing about you. <laughs> but okay. And, oh, there's a lot to unpack. But favorite quote. <laughs> my that's my go, Kim. No, I know. I'm going back. You said favorite quote. Oh, I'm gonna I? I'm okay. gonna tell you my favorite right. quote. Go. Favorite quote. <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot, but one of them is from James Baldwin, who said, perhaps home is not a place, but simply an irrevocable condition. What is your favorite movie franchise or series? And it's certainly not Harry Potter. We know that. (laughs) Okay. If we're going fantasy, (laughs) Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit. The books, my issue with, with the Harry Potter series in, I'm assuming both book form, if I read them, and the problem that I have with the movie form is that it feels like there was only one storyline that was from the start to the finish and that was about like the horcruxes but everything else it felt like every new book was just it was written you could for me it feels like it was written separately like it was like one book like okay what am I going to put in this next book and it was very broken apart for me whereas like Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit even though there are multiple books it's just there's more to it and there's more of that like the fantasy the world in there for me and then my okay. non-fantasy hold on is <laughs> pride and prejudice the bbc version it is six six volumes colin firth is is darcy is mr darcy and he lights my world he lights up my world yeah it that is okay good yeah. choice good choice i will say with the harry potters i think that has to do with different directors doing a lot of them and i think if you read the books you would feel a lot more continuity but they that is never all we'll talked say on the about matter. the tri-wizard tournament until it was the tri-wizard tournament and the other problem was that there wasn't enough of like the different school it was it's it there's discontinuity kim you can't argue that it is a smooth sail all the way through there's just not enough magic dare i say no you you can't argue this when you haven't read the books i'm talking specifically about the movies okay same thing with like how did you feel about fantastic beasts and where to find them oh i didn't i didn't 
didn't really like those movies. See, I really wanted to. Same thing, but I was just, it just not quite there. There could have been more. And so for me, I really like like a really hefty backstory. And, you know, if, if all those details have been figured out, like I read a lot of fantasy. And so like the magical world and stuff, there's so many things that you need to consider that you need to think about. And I guess Harry Potter was for kids or for young adults. So. I think, but the books are extremely detail-oriented like that. I think it's the movies that you have an issue with. I, I think you I'm would enjoy that, the books. Pam, I'm okay. not bashing a book I have not read. <laughs> I am simply bashing a movie series that everyone goes, okay, okay. gets their tits in a towel <laughs> and <laughs> their, what, what's another way to say that? Like their knickers twisted. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Twist. Okay. That's all I'm saying is that I expect more, and I'm looking forward for them to redo it in 20 years. Is this our first fight? (laughs) What's the fight? What's the fight? This is. (laughs) I'm just joking. It's gonna become a fight in a second. This is how to lose a guy in 10 days all over again. (laughs) Oh my god! Why did you even remind me? We were on really good terms up until you brought that up again. Uh, okay have you watched it yet no okay well <laughs> Harry Potter sucks it doesn't suck I do I do enjoy them they're just not they just not. they're not your thing no they are That's my thing fair. but just not enough <laughs> of the thing it's like getting a piece of toast and and someone takes and, and fills only half of it with butter like yeah you enjoy that piece of toast but then you get it's not complete because there's not butter on the entire piece of toast and you have to eat some dry ass toast do you get me? <laughs> sure. Yeah. God damn. Okay, what would you tell your 13-year-old if you could? No, you're dirty. <laughs> what would you tell your 13-year-old self if you could? That it's okay to do what feels right for you, even if it's different than your friends. I think we put a lot of pressure on ourselves at that age to, like, just be like everybody around us. And I wish I could tell little me that 10 years from now, I won't care about the fact that I did this or that differently. And I'll probably actually be pretty proud of that introvert or extrovert i had okay so i typed extrovert but it it auto-corrected to extravagant so that's <laughs> final answer extravagant that's, that's my that's my answer there uh, what's your current favorite song 17 going under by sam fender what do you want to be known for my cooking what's one thing the pandemic has taught you that it's important to make time for the people you love and seize the moments that you can spend together how what Latin is something you? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what is something that you always travel with? My sleep mask. What movies make you cry? I'm not actually a big movie crier, but there's a scene in Little Women when Joe March says how she's so sick of women only being valued as wives when they're capable of so much more, and then at the but at the same time she's so lonely and she kind of like breaks down, and that makes me cry. Okay. And. <laughs> It's a very, very spe- I, I don't, I cannot tell you why, but that, that will get me every time. And also basically every other episode of Grey's Anatomy for like 18 seasons. What's your favorite cocktail? Going back, Grey's Anatomy is a TV <laughs> show, not a movie. And have you yeah. not watched Coco? Have you watched Encanto? Actually, my sister has a weird, in Kung Fu Panda, there is a part where the panda goes to see his goose of a dad and we look over and my youngest sister is 
bawling her eyes out and we're like what is wrong with you and it's just this moment where like a giant ass panda is hugging a tiny goose and it gets her and so tr- try those see how that goes <laughs> to be fair i was like jokingly gonna put in chicken run because that movie used to make me cry when i was younger okay, that was the first but... movie i saw in theaters and i too cried at that movie and yeah it was sad also little princess makes me cry I haven't watched it since I was very little, but I the, know. that scene in Little Women is what first came to mind. Is it and little, like I the, was just the giving... OG Little Women or the one that just, they redid? The recent one. Well, I'm going to link the scene in the show notes so people can see exactly what I'm talking about. It's yeah, a right. scene where she's talking to her mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. We're going to link it in the show notes. <laughs> but she's talking to her mom in she's talking about how she's not gonna marry Lori even though he like loves her and wants to marry her and she's like saying how she has so many like bigger ambitions but she's so lonely I don't know it just gets me I don't know what it is we're gonna link it in the show notes you can all cry I know that's your question (laughs) but I'm gonna give you my answer because I was hoping this question would land on me okay what movie makes me cry what movie makes you cry Aquila and the Bee from start (laughs) i just i can't and i've talked about it on the show before i just i don't know what comes over me i just i'm so inspired and i just think it's so beautiful and i really like spelling and so i can really appreciate the the beauty of the the mind power that goes into that like i don't know am i going to become a spelling champion before 30 maybe is that a thing i'm gonna i'm gonna find out that's I have a lot to unpack, but we're going to move on because we're we're on a time and we need to get through 73 <laughs> questions. And that could be a whole episode. Yeah. What's your favorite? What's your favorite cocktail? Oh, it's a Hugo, without a doubt. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. So Hugo is um, elderflower syrup, but I like to have them with like Saint Germain liqueur, prosecco, mint, and am I forgetting anything else? I think that's everything. I think that's everything. It Sometimes is a, it's a little bit of cucumber, I think. Maybe. Yes, yeah. It is a hearty summer drink that will knock you on your ass and almost make you forget your own wedding when you and your maid of honor have <laughs> five of them to start. <laughs> just, just to get the afternoon rolling. Just, just yeah. <laughs> just going out there. How would you describe living in Canada? Not as cold as you think. Having a car is a necessity. And it's a place that celebrates people's differences, although I think we still have a long way to go. What's something you're tired of? Losing my Apple Pencil fucking daily. (laughs) Your cat's stealing your Apple Pencil. Yeah, she's in here right now. So if anybody hears some mischief, blow, stop. Then that's her. Uh, What's a trend you want to disappear for fucking ever? Ugh, cold shoulder tops. Burn them all. You know what? I hate them. With like a fiery passion, I think that cold shoulder tops are the aeropostale of the fashion <laughs> world. Like I I hate them. No, that's okay, so I will burn all of them, except I know one person who actually weirdly I think they were just made for her. That's my sister Monica. I know you're listening, Monica. You look really good in them and you are the exception to that very universal rule of just get rid of them all because they are just Yes, I'm sure Monica looks great in them and <laughs> she is now the only person who is allowed to keep cold shoulder tops. Everybody else, you hear me? 
Do you want to explain what a cold shoulder top is for anybody who's not aware? Okay, it's like a top with sleeves, but there's like holes cut out near the shoulders for anyone who doesn't know. And sometimes they're like t-shirts. Like imagine you had a t-shirt and then you just took like scissors and just cut a slit right over your shoulder so your shoulders are like getting naked. Yeah, I just hate, I hate them. I hate them. (laughs) How would you define yourself in three words? Persevering, generous, and patient current tv character obsession currently deeply fascinated by every single one of the real housewives of salt lake city (laughs) (laughs) you're listening Um, to something deep forgot about how much trash tv goes on yet no 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 it is every single one of them those utah housewives if you need you need to watch, then you would we would have words for okay, sure. Fine, we'll pu- I'll read the Harry Potter books and read and watch some trash and, TV. Yeah, okay, and I'll watch How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days. Will you? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> when are you the most inspired? When I'm well rested and I'm fed. What makes you angry? When people flaunt opinions like facts about things they have no desire to actually understand or learn about. Also, anyone who lacks empathy. Yeah. On a scale from 1 to 10, how excited are you about life right now? 8.7. What would you be... Oh, nice. What would be your own personal hashtag? Ooh, hard. Okay, maybe hashtag sweet tea, because it's a running joke with some of my friends that have been calling my freelancing business, which is cold tea. They've been calling it sweet tea just, like, to purposely call it the wrong name for years and it's just like kind of translated into a little nickname for me i guess kim kim that's what you're baking one day open a week bake shop should be called sweet tea instead of oh cute and then you call it sweet tea and then you also have tea there (laughs) okay yeah putting that in the bank but yeah i think it captures me but also like the sweetness of like the people in my life who i love a lot so it would be good for like documenting moments on instagram and stuff very cute what is your before bed ritual? Skincare routine. Tila, don't roll your eyes. I do it very often. Pajamas. I turn on my diffuser with eucalyptus and lavender and sleep mask on. Oh, I put on Family Guy. I watch Family Guy every night, guys. Every night before bed. I yeah, you've done that iPad. since like, since I've known you pretty okay. much. So sleeping disorders run like rampant in our family and... I think when I was in high school, I used to just watch Family Guy when I wasn't allowed to on my laptop, and it would just play. I've gotten to know the show so well that within, like, three seconds, I can fall asleep. And so that really, that was my coping, which is funny because, like, they tell you, like, don't watch TV before bed. The blue light's going to kill you, and you'll never be able to go to sleep. But that that very known lull of... And I love the music. You know what? I don't... I know people don't like Family Guy, and it's very off-brand for me to be like, Family Guy rules! But it's fantastic. I think the music is is great. The, it's it's funny, and Seth MacFarlane is really, like, intelligent. So I'm, I'm really into that. What's one ingredient that you use more than anything else? I'm usually baking, so I'll say flour. Favorite app on your phone? Pinterest! Window or aisle seat on a plane? window and i stand by that i deserve it because i literally never get up to pee so i should get that spot purely for not being annoying this is why we're such good travel partners because i will always take the aisle why would i want to be crammed in into a an area that i can't get out of easily 
One, oh, I have yeah, to pee, man. stretch my legs, you know, and you got long legs. What are you doing? Daddy long legs? Like, that's no, not, that's I not like, ideal for I you. like being crammed in the little corner with my window that I can lean against. I'm just thinking it's... of like a praying mantis when they like fold themselves in. That's what happens to you when you get into that spot. You just <laughs> fold in those limbs. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite piece of clothing you own? It's a tie right now between my at wit's end crew neck that i bought both of us for christmas and i'm wearing mine now i so am i yeah (laughs) Uh, i have i bought this like lime green oversized zip-up hoodie because i haven't had a zip-up hoodie since 2013 and i will probably be buried in that most likely so that's yeah what book should everyone read the alchemist yes yeah nice (laughs) or or tuesdays with maury I, you know what, Five People You Meet in Heaven, if we're going Tuesdays with Maury, I'd go mm-hmm. Five People You Meet in Heaven, but, but excellent, I agree 100%, yep. If your life was a song, what would it be called? I'm very upset that I don't already have a song named after me, considering <laughs> my husband was in a band for many years, but <laughs> probably The Ballad of Magsy May, I think. That's a weird one. I, I, I don't know. Oh, I like that. I know, because that fits with your, like my branding uh, <laughs> just like i just pictured this kind of flamenco flamenco guitar is that what it's called yeah, yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. that's how it would start very yeah, like western crazy. vibes yeah 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 no about naming things about yourself so this is like a little side story here we're doing great on time we're this is question that was question 35 so we're halfway there uh, not halfway almost we're almost halfway there <laughs> so tilo's brother my husband's brother is a brewer by, by trade occupation and he has they they like homebrew but they're pretty good at it considering toby went to school for it and tilo's dad also has been brewing for a long time so they make some excellent beer and not like some people are like try my homebrew and you're like <laughs> good <laughs> but one summer tilo was traveling and i was kind of back and forth helping out at the farm and stuff and so toby and i brewed a beer and when it came time to naming that beer, I was like, name it the Magdalena, because there is a brewery in Chicago that names their beers, like, after women. Not, I don't know if specific women, but, like, you have, like, the Isabella, the Sophia, and I'm like, that's so sexy for a beer. I was like, name it the Magdalena, except <laughs> a month of being embarrassed ensued because every time people were over and and toby's like what beer do you want i have this beer i have, I have the magdalena and everyone's like oh is, is that you oh and i'm like yeah fucking that's me that's a bad <laughs> idea bad call on that so that's my naming yeah okay that's so funny coffee or tea tea if i have more than one cup of coffee in succession i start blacking out um <laughs> what <laughs> what <Weak>. <laughs> <laughs> What smell invokes a super strong memory for you? There is a a cologne by Dior called Um, and it reminds me of my dad. So that's really nice. Mm. Yeah. If you made a documentary, what would it be about? I'd want to do a travel documentary like those two guys from Hamilton that did Departures. I don't know if you've seen Departures. I have not. Yeah, no. Okay. I'll have to. Oh, it's an excellent travel series. Like it used to be on like OLN and stuff when we were like growing up like on cable, but I'm pretty sure it's on like prime or something there's something that you can watch it on for sure but it's these two guys that basically just go places and like travel and it fall i don't know it's just a like, travel it was a... documentary they go places <laughs> yeah i don't know they're just like they they balance the personalities balance each other out really well but anyways good did documentary you... to watch hold on did you know okay i want you to guess what the shortest commercial flight time is oh i don't know 
Just throw out what a number. What is it? Throw out a number. 20 minutes. It's under a minute long. Oh my god, from where to where? Uh, hang on, I have to find... Okay, I, I can't remember right now. I just read it this morning, and I double-checked it. I watched a video. It's like an eight-seater plane, and it's like one from one island to another island, but it's technically a commercial flight, and... Is it in the UK somewhere? Uh, yeah, it's on. It's somewhere like that's what I. Yeah, somewhere. It's in like those near aisles. Shetland. It's like near Shetland, I think. Okay. Now that I'm thinking about it, there is a really short flight, I think. Yeah, yeah. So this is that's the the world's. And I we'll was like, we'll toss that in the show notes too. That is ridiculous. That is ridic. <laughs> that's that's when something super ridiculous. You you can't even finish the word ridiculous. You just it's ridiculous. <laughs> 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 okay what's your go-to for having a good laugh i love animals getting stuck in shit that is or, or things falling or them <laughs> falling them not making you know not clearing it i can sit and watch compilations of animals just getting themselves fucked up that that will always get me laughing or the snapchat filter that makes your mouth really big and your eyes really big it makes you talk in that funny voice <laughs> I, I don't know why I'm on my funeral today, but on my funeral, I have so many videos like that that I just think are so funny. That's that's all that's going to be playing. Yeah. Oh my god. So. <laughs> okay, physical book or audiobook? If I had to pick physical, but I almost always have like three physical books and an audiobook going at all times. What's your favorite artwork? So it's Mount Lefroy by Lauren Harris. It's currently at the McMichael Art Gallery in Kleinberg, Ontario. So when you can go to art galleries again, I recommend everybody heads to, it's just a little bit north of Vaughan and they have the group of seven and Tom Thompson there. And Lauren Harris was part of the group of seven. And this mountain is just oil on canvas. It invokes things. It makes you feel powerful. It's just a mountain, which I hate when people paint mountains, but this is because this mountain, I hold it so high in, in my, so everybody <laughs> look that up. Mount Lefroy. Okay, okay. We'll link it in the show notes. Okay. <laughs> Long show notes. Okay. <laughs> you better have an answer for this one. Can you think of a secret that you are currently keeping to yourself? You don't have to tell me, but just tell me that there is something. I don't think so. I, I genuinely no. Okay, so I think I'm a pretty open book. So the thing is, is that at it doesn't least have to be one... your secret. Oh, it can be somebody else's secret. It's a secret. A secret is not defined by whose it belongs to. It's just a secret. Yes. Then yes. Wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> What's your biggest turn off in a partner? <laughs> Secrets. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Unkindness. <laughs> If somebody's just mean for no reason and dirty fingernails, take care of your hands, people. What mm -hmm. is something that has recently moved you? Journaling. It's weird. The things oh. that you like turn oh. up from inside yourself when you Beautiful. sit and write. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Thank oh. you. <laughs> what is one thing that you still have from your childhood? A polar bear from Build-A-Bear that I made in 2004. <gasps> yep. Shut up. I had a polar bear from Build-A-Bear. <gasps> Stop. It was the best looking bear. And I'm very, I was very obsessed with polar bears. I think they're still my favorite animal. And I'm actually oh my looking God, I... at it right now. So I hope to. It's kind of falling oh apart, but I'm going to like clean it up. Okay, wait. Send me a picture of it after because I want to see if it's the same one I had. Okay. Sounds, sounds good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I want to like restuff okay. it, clean it up, and then give it back to my son. And if he destroys Aww. it, he destroys it. But that that's a cute little, yeah, polar bear's Cute. Rule. If you could raid one person's closet, whose would it be? Casey Musgraves. Really? 
Yeah, I don't know. She's got so much glitzy stuff. Okay. I just want to wear all her like rhinestone covered clothes. I, I feel like you're like beige, and then all of a sudden you come out in a disco ball, and it's like, who that girl? Yeah, I don't know. I have two. There's two. I, I find it very hard to reconcile the two different sides of me. The one that just wants to wear like Parisian neutrals, and the one that wants to be a walking disco ball. And like, I don't. I don't really know how to be both at the same time. So, you but yeah, are, Casey Musgraves. Yeah. Okay. Oh, thank you. I'm into it. Yeah. What is something you don't want to be doing in ten years? Sleeping in. Oh yeah, good one. What's your go-to order for breakfast? I don't sleep in, by the way, right now. Like, I wake up at 6 every day. <laughs> I just, if I could, then I probably would sleep until, like, 8.30, which I know most of my family will be rolling their eyes at that. But I just, I, 5 a.m. every day, I think that's going to be me. What's your go-to order for brunch? Okay, I go in every time for brunch saying I want something sweet, but I always end up with the classic, like, eggs, bacon, toast situation. Okay. Unless someone's willing to split with me, and then I get both. Who is your favorite Disney character? Oh, Max the horse from Tangled. Easy. Easy. Or the chameleon, but probably the horse. Okay. okay. Most recent celebrity crush? I mean, to be boring, Harry Styles forever and always. Although I will also accept Pete Davidson, Seth Rogen, or Timothy Chalamet in no particular order. Okay, um, I have an order for that. Why the fuck is Pete Davidson... What? Have you seen Pete Davidson? <laughs> I'm going to just Google to double there's, check because there's there no is fucking just way. This, no, there's just this allure about Pete Davidson. And, and like, Sorry, there's a the, reason. There's the a discoloration around the eyes. The, the quite I, large I recognize chin. that he looks a little bit ill, but like. Do you hear yourself? I, you are contradicting yeah. what attracted no, a crush. No. There is just something, something. You know what it is, okay? His this mouth is, is too is close to his Pete, nose, Kim. Pete, Pete Davidson has dated some of the most beautiful women in the world, including being engaged to Ariana It's because he's like, funny. He has, no, it's because he's funny and he talks about his feelings and his mental health. <laughs> and I think, I think someone who can, who can like advocate for those things and also be funny and also be like a little bit like mysterious and like, I I don't know what it is. He's you know just... what? He's already going with one Kim. Maybe he'll go with another. So fingers crossed for you. Yeah, I'm sorry. Like, if he's good enough for Kim Kardashian, he's good enough for me. <laughs> what are your thoughts on Kim Kardashian? This is not part of the questions, but yay or nay? Uh, yay, okay. but also wouldn't say... I think she does a lot of good that I wish was more the focus of things. Like, I'm pretty sure re- more super recently she flew a bunch of refugee women out of Afghanistan on a private plane but everyone was talking about how she was on a date with Pete Davidson and it's like hey she was actually doing some like really cool stuff everyone's talking about how she's dating Pete Davidson so like yay but like I also wouldn't say like I'm not a like watch keep up with the Kardashians keeping up with the Kardashians That's um fair. person you know like mm-hmm. I th- I think they're they're not I'm not gonna hate on them but I'm not worshiping the Kardashians if that makes sense definitely you know? I agree what is something you've learned the hard way that generosity can be taken advantage of. That one stings. Ooh, yeah, that's What's a good your one. kryptonite? Okay, I don't know if this is going to make sense. When something simple but really sad happens to somebody, like dropping an ice cream on the ground, <laughs> like I'll do anything to make it better. In grade four, I watched this kid in my class drop his sandwich in the dirt at like recess time. Yeah. And like to this day, it makes me unexplainably sad. Okay. Like, I th- I think about that often, him dropping his sandwich in the dirt. And we weren't even really friends. Like, I just... Okay. It, 
I don't know. It was in front of a lot of people, and he just looked so disappointed, and he just kind of, like, shrugged his shoulders, like, oh, I guess I just don't have a lunch now, and I felt so, so bad for him that he had no lunch, that I just, like, wanted to give him, like, my snack. Best first date idea. Okay. <laughs> uh, playing pool, and I stand by this. You can- Oh, that's a good you one. You can fight with me all- Yeah, so this is why. It's intimate. But mm-hmm. you don't have to talk that much. You get to just, like, look at each other in, in a non-creepy way, but, like, in an appreciative, <laughs> you get a vibe of, of one another. And yeah. you just get to be together. You have some conversation, but you very rarely, like, when you go watch a movie, then it's just quiet. You're watching a movie. Or you're not really doing anything together. But with pool, if you suck, if you're good, there's some banter, there's some yeah. teaching, you know, somebody coming around to show you how to how to hold that cue. Maybe. Yeah, I was going to say, for sure, If you're even if you're, like, good or bad, you can be like, oh, I'm not very good at this. Can you show me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is excellent. That's I think yeah. that is my, my recommendation. Now, what's something that makes you swoon over regarding a partner? Quick wit. Ooh. Spelled W-H-I-T. Yeah, spelled incorrectly. <laughs> no, that was on purpose. No, I know. Yeah, no, quick wit, I think for sure. Just someone who's like quick on their feet with responses to things. What is the first thing you notice about someone? Weirdly, their hands... I know what everybody, every person I know, I know what their hands look like. I don't, I don't know why. This is why the dirty fingernails maybe bother me too, but Mm -hmm. that is just, yeah, it's hands. Okay. Fave type of flower? Peonies or sweet peas? What do you typically eat for breakfast? Yogurt with granola, bagel, and then whatever Hugo doesn't finish. How many marketing emails do you get in a day? Probably like... 15 to 30 depending on time of year holy fuck (laughs) what's the biggest learning experience you've ever had Ooh, how to be my own boss and my own employee at the same time and like this not even con specific to work but also like my master's and like doing school and just life in general i have to be like Mm -hmm. you're gonna do this later and then i go and do it and then i have to do a good job because my boss me is gonna be mad so (laughs) what's a cause that's important to you protecting the planet what makes you smile the most? My husband and my baby. Vintage or new? Balance of both. Minimalism or maximalism? Minimalism. Yep. What? <laughs> who do you text every day? Everyone who texts me. Uh... <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> For the most part. Um, I'm not the... Everybody text <laughs> Kim tomorrow and see if you get a text. <laughs> start texting her every fucking day and see if she uh, I didn't know how to answer this so I was like I guess like everyone okay everyone who texts me with urgency is who I text every day yeah, it, everyone else for non-urgent matters expect three to five business days yeah, you guys want a cheat code for getting Kim to answer your text if you're old enough to remember Blackberry Messenger there was this feature where you could ping someone and it was a capital P-I-N-G exclamation mark send a couple of those and usually Kim answers me on which nail polish color I should go with <laughs> much faster. Anyways. Yeah, I just need to know that it's urgent. If it's like, oh my god, hey, how are how are you? I'm like, oh, I'll get to that later. I haven't when asked I have how time. you are in, like, years. It's just... <laughs> yeah, because we talk too often. Yeah, we also have... Our calls are often... We'll have 
business podcast personal at yeah the it's end. an agenda so you could literally be having the worst day ever but we're gonna make it through all of our business talk and then <laughs> the podcast yeah. and then finally it's like tell me about your breakdown and finally it's like i'm crying i'm crying by the end of our call uh, what is the first app you open each day the new york times on my ipad what movie makes you laugh the hardest anything written by taika waititi so like jojo rabbit or what we do in the shadows it's not satire jojo rabbit yeah a little bit basically like kids being nazi soldiers in world war ii but like what we do in the what we do you okay if you haven't seen jojo rabbit you should absolutely watch jojo rabbit (laughs) and what we do in the shadows is essentially like imagine imagine a group of vampires is being filmed like jersey shore style like mockumentary vampires this just gets back to your trash tv just like the absolute most no what we do in the shadows is so oh my god okay well we're gonna have a day where we watch how to lose a guy in 10 days (laughs) and also what we do in the shadows because it's you will find it so funny but um okay what program do you want to get better at using adobe illustrator i'm very capable I think anybody who says that they have full proficiency with Adobe Illustrator is full of absolute shit because the learning with it never ends. Now, do oh, you... and like anything Adobe, yeah, I feel just... like it never ends. Yeah. Do you like surprises? Yes, as long as they're happy ones. What is your working at home style? Sweats, slippers, and a comfy sweater all day long. What are you most looking forward to when we finally get through the pandemic? Not feeling like pursuing the things that make me happy is directly linked to taking a gamble on my health or the people's, like, health around me. But on a less, like, introspective level, I really miss traveling. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Who is your fashion icon? Princess Diana. I want that Gucci bag, please. (laughs) Music or silence when working? Music for design and admin work, silence when writing. And last question, what's a talent you wish you had? Bowling capabilities. Oh, I'm good at bowling. I know. What the <laughs> fuck? We literally, there's nothing that Kim's not, and it's, you don't look like a good bowler. I'm sorry to say. <laughs> Thank she, God I don't look like a good bowler. She stretches out her legs in a, in a giant <laughs> triangle. She she lifts up the ball. You don't know if it's going to go up into the, the ceiling or into the air. And all of a sudden, six strikes in a row. And you're like, <laughs> but on a more serious note probably like just adaptability for someone to be like our plans have completely changed are you good with that and then for me to be like yeah let's do it i'm not that person (laughs) by any means so (laughs) that is 73 questions with your favorite podcast host but now for the last segment of the show it's now time for the fellow back In 1997, the National Aeronautics and Space Administration, i.e. NASA, was on the receiving end of a lawsuit filed by three Yemenis, like people from Yemen, who claimed that the red planet, i.e. Mars, was theirs, and that NASA exploring on it without authorization or proper consent, it didn't have the proper consent from the rightful landowners. So Sojourner and Pathfinder, which are owned by the United States government, landed on Mars and began exploring it without informing us or seeking our approval. The wrong men declared for the Arabic language weekly newspaper Al-Thwari. 
several days after they had filed an official complaint to the country's prosecutor general in Sana. Oh, I'm so sorry. S A N A apostrophe A. So Sana Yemen. It was in Yemen. So they said, "We inherited the planet from our ancestors 3,000 years ago." The men declared, and as absurd as it may sound, they allegedly had evidence to support their claim. Adam Ishmael, Mustafa Kali, and Abdul Al Umari made the headlines that summer after their formal petition asking NASA to suspend all operations on their planet. And this was reported by CNN on July 24th, 1997. So Brian Welch, who at the time was the NASA director of media services, told CNN, it's a ridiculous claim. Mars is a planet out in the solar system that is the property of all humanity, not two or three guys in Yemen. Welch added that in accordance to the 1967 United Nations International Space Treaty, no man nor country can claim ownership over land in outer space. NASA began their space exploration program in the late 1950s, and after a few successful and extremely costly landings on the moon, they set their sights towards the next plausible destination. So, following their first successful Mars flyby with the Mariner 4 in 1964, the race to be the first nation to land a probe on the planet's surface was on. So, both the U.S. and the USSR began to develop probes that could scout Mars' atmosphere. And so in 1971, the first ever spacecraft touched down on the planet's scorching hot surface. This was the Soviet Mars 3, which stopped transmitting 20 seconds after landing. So four years later, NASA hit the jackpot with, with the Viking mission, and then 1,400 images were transmitted by the two landers that have been archived in the image catalogs. Perhaps Ishmael, Khalil, and Al-Umari were too young to get worked up about these earlier transgressions, not to mention the several failed lander missions. What? What? This is just as silly as some of your answers, right? <laughs> it really is. That was a good tie, and I liked how you brought that back around to, to the episode. Uh, <laughs> but, like, pardon me? You What? Who was like, yep, of all the things that you can come up with when you're high as hell, which, you know, that just feels like something a stoner would come up with, be like, dude, we own it, right? And then they just... <laughs> I don't know. Where's the deed? Yeah. Where's the deed to Mars? <laughs> That's actually a good movie title, The Deed to Mars. Be very Ooh. but make it murder mystery. Da da da. Yeah. 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 Okay. okay, well. Yeah. Here we go. No one no one take that idea. We're copywriting it. Stop. I yeah, you know how I feel about <laughs> exposing too many exposing our genius too much on the podcast. <laughs> so, anyways, we hope everybody enjoyed the 73 questions for Vogue and we're so happy for season two we have so many really interesting I guess episodes coming up that we're really excited about I can tell you for sure there's going to be one that's going to be about 27 minutes of Kim being like what no oh my (laughs) god I didn't know that so stay tuned for that (laughs) so basically like every episode (laughs) i'm here to be the voice of the people yeah okay (laughs) and if you want to follow are you drinking because i'm drinking and i feel like i'm putting nope i'm not doing better than you right now but i feel (laughs) i am not drinking okay and if you would like to follow us on Instagram, you can find us at at Wits and Podcast. And uh, until next time, bye-bye. bye bye. Bye.